welcome to Real Talk, episode 158. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. This is our friend, Tom, the, the piñata. <sighs> this piñata is both a harbinger of joy and, and a reminder of sadness, which I will explain later. Oh, no. But in the meantime... I know exactly Well, it's Real why. Talk. Real Talk's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Somewhere in the description of this video and or podcast, you may see a link. I don't even know anymore. Do you actually put a link? Yeah, it's there. No. Or in the description? Yeah, it's there. That they can click? Yeah, it's there. Okay, because otherwise you made me a liar this whole time. <coughs> so if you For click years. this link or type it into your browser or whatever, www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. The Boom. real in that is R-E-A-L. www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. There it is. Click it. Go follow the prompts. Go down to submit a question. Hit the appropriate button. It'll pull up a form-fillable box. Tippity-tap your questions, answers, comments, whatever you want. It'll go into our database completely anonymously. Couldn't find you if we tried. And we most certainly have when rude people come. That's right. Um, so we, we literally can't find your name. So, uh, yeah, that's the gist of it. That's, that's the show in a nutshell. So <laughs> That's the show. Goodbye. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> You'd like to know the story of this pinata. Yeah, man, it's, it's a good if you If you're listening on the podcast, we're looking at a small pinata of a burrow. I think it's a burrow, right? Clint, What's look this bro? up. Burrow. B-U-R-R-O. I believe it's like a donkey. Okay. Small creature. Make sure I'm right. Burrow. So anyway, this pinata to this day has some Reese's in it. It does. A little Reese. Little Reese uh, here, I'll show you for those that are watching. But if not, you can hear me shake it. And you'll see a little Reese, little Reese's peanut butter cup. The little yep. minis. So AJ, you have a part in this story. I do. You got this. You were the one that purchased this this burrow pinata, are you not? I am the one who purchased this. And you burrow bought pinata. it for what purpose? I bought it for you to hit for your birthday. Mm-hmm. And you filled it with Reese's. I because did because you know that I love them. It's your favorite candy. Yeah, that is correct. Now that sounds great. Now if you haven't already wondered to yourself, well, Todd, that's a great story. <laughs> you know, he, but but to be clear, you did not buy this for my birthday in 2022. This was bought for my birthday in... 2021. My birthday is in October. Yes, it is. It's been several months since then. That's right. And this pinata is still intact. That's cor- that is correct. Yes, it is survived. So what we're going to... Why, on a simple case, just... <laughs> just you don't, I'll, I'll fill in the details. <laughs> but just pretend... Why is this intact? <laughs> because that is, I... Uh, what was... That is, that is because uh, there was a party thrown that you, you were not at. <laughs> And, and who was the party for, AJ? So it, 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 was, it was for you. So, so I want to catch everyone up. This party was a birthday party. Yeah. Thrown for me. Now, Clint, this is your portion of the show to hop in here. So on my birthday party that you planned, which Clint did a great job. Clint, can you, do you remember the meal, that you, you, um, the mighty meal that was made in celebration of the birthday? Can you give yes. some thoughts on what was, what was cooked that day? Cooked. What was it? Do you remember? Right. Uh, we got brats from a... The fancy brats, right? Yeah, fancy With brats. all kinds of different kinds. Do you remember some of the flavors? Uh, we had some crazy Godzilla one, some of the usuals hot. like the blueberry, cherry. Well, that yeah, I those aren't... Time. But a lot of people don't know that. So like fun tasting, blueberry, yeah, yeah, yeah. cherry. Stuff that you don't think tastes good, but it does. Chicken teriyaki. Chicken teriyaki. Yep. Were they good, AJ? They were pretty good, man. Yeah. Do you remember anything else? We had some... I think there was some cake or ice cream or something. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember what did, any. We had there some was sort of something. 
And there were probably remember. what? How many people do you think were at the at the party? Uh, twenty, maybe I was, thirty. I was, I was thinking at least twenty. There were twenty people, which <laughs> this is great. So these guys did the effort to to just create a big birthday bash for me <laughs> because they knew, you know, that I just needed for a long year to be celebrated on my birthday. Yeah, That's man. Just awful. And now we come back to the mystery of the pinata and to AJ's comment. We had a party. <laughs> That Todd was not at. <laughs> now, what happened was, this isn't entirely their fault. Okay, I want to be clear on that. I had a, por- I had a part to play in this. <laughs> so they set the time of the party. Uh-huh. And this is how I remember it. And I couldn't be there at the time that the party was going to begin. Mm-hmm. And I said that I couldn't be there until several hours later due to some family family function things. Yeah. And I was told that, okay, man, you know, looking forward to getting here still. And then I was like, well, guys, you know, if, now this is good. Okay. You have to understand at this point, I'd heard the part, like I expected that maybe the party would be paused until I returned Uh (laughs) or started, but that isn't the case. Is it guys? No. (laughs) Instead, you all legitimately played games Ate, ate all the food. Oh, you did. Maybe I, not you. I did. I stood up. But did many of the other ones party? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I eventually get back and go. Well, guys, I mean, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't want to. It'd been a couple hours, you know. And I find out through their through some of their fun celebration in the thread. <coughs> I was like, well, you know, at this point, guys, if the party's like, do you think it's even worth coming? Genuinely, and I that sounds ridiculous. I know, but and then Blake specifically says, hey man, well, hey, wish you could have been here. Wish you could have made it. <laughs> and continued to party. By the time that I got to said party, what would you say the broad situation was at that point, if you remember? There were some leftovers. Yeah, there were some, there, there some leftovers. Over, they were all packed up. There were, they decimated them. And the pinata. Hey, it was still hanging in the corner. <laughs> Which he didn't tell me about <laughs> until Sunday. Yeah. That we yeah. had service. Yeah, we just the whole time. So, which I th- believe was found by, was that not found by Jill? Um, I don't, re- I think somebody saw it in the so morning. So, someone from our meal ministry team, because yeah, they did this at I the church. I forgot it was hanging up in the corner. Yeah. Was like, hey, Todd, there was a pinata. Yep, I remember this, because it came, hey, do you know why there's a pinata <laughs> in the cafeteria? <laughs> <laughs> So I went, P.S., he didn't even tell me that day. I went to A.J., and I said, hey, man, do you guys know anything about a piñata? And he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot. I got you a piñata. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to be clear. There's 20 to 30 people, a massive party, in celebration of my birth. Mm-hmm. Biggest I've ever thrown. That I wasn't able to come to. <laughs> and they partied without me. It didn't even wait. Didn't didn't save me a brat. You know, thankful there was a few left. Just just party. The cake or whatever the dessert was, there was some kind of dessert I remember. Yeah, there was. was just demolished. Yeah. And I'll never forget Blake going, hey man, that's too bad. Really wish you could have made it. <laughs> Not my finest moment, but because of this. It was now, it wasn't your fault, man. 
I felt so bad. Which you were just the cook. And to be fair, you were trying to do something nice. It was kind of your idea. It's not your fault it was hijacked by the party crashers. Dude. Dude, I also P.S. There were legitimate party crashers. Some people yeah, that just was. were like, hey, I'm just staying for this party. Yeah, I wasn't true. even invited to. I remember being furious yeah. because there was people that just walked in and like started taking food and I'm just standing there going, what? What? Why? I mean, yes, I want you to eat. Why? You Who are ask. you? Yeah. Dude, you're so like, yeah, we're all invited. I'm like, no, you just randomly showed up. And this thing is... Still filled with Reese. Yeah, man. So Tom, Tom, is it Burrow? Any any luck on little yeah. donkey-like creature? Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom the Burrow. Yeah, here he is, the Reese Burrow. They remind you of good times. <laughs> so <laughs> it's something that would only happen to me. Can we be honest about that, dude? That's a Todd story for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the story, guys. I want to. Sorry, we wasted a lot of time telling you. But no, that's man, the story. It's, it's it was a worthy yeah. story to tell. It's uh, happy birthday, Todd. <laughs> Could be be even bigger Maybe next year. Maybe we can do it this year. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's gonna be even bigger. We can finally bust old Tom open. <laughs> be attached to him by then. Anyway, to get a bigger pinata. Sorry that hit, guys. And once again, we noticed last week I'm blasting this. Oh, the highlighter. This highlighter, because I just love tippity tapping. Hey, man, we like to fiddle. <laughs> Yes, I think that's the right word. You're right. It's a good word. So anyway, <laughs> we have a lot of questions to get to today. Oh. A lot of good articles. So I guess what I'll say instead of making us all talk, is anyone, you guys have anything to share? Anything going on in your life that's big or not big or anything? Otherwise, we move on. I'm thinking. I, I would, uh, I mean, I would say for me, just a continuation from last week. Like, I know I kind of talked about it a little bit, but just trying to, like, um, I guess wrap my head around, wrap, wrap my head around the fact that, you know, life is changing and, like, I, you know, I caused a lot of it myself. <laughs> so, um, I think for me, I'm not very good at accepting, like, change and I'm not ex- good at accepting, like, hey, man, like, you did this to yourself. Um, so, like, <laughs> um, so... And, and the reason why I say that is because, like, I kind of try to live in, like, a like an ignorance of, of what's happening because I don't like to face reality a lot of the time. So, yeah. So, I guess I'm just, <laughs> just trying to. I don't want to face reality <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, that I'm still trying to, I guess, wrestle through that, which is I don't always make very good progress because, you know, days come and go and I don't think about it because I don't want to. So, yeah, I'm stubborn. Me too, man. <laughs> the stubborn part anyway. I'm stubborn and stubborn and don't like to face reality. So I'd say that's that's just the biggest thing, man. Like, yeah. I'm sorry you're going through that, man. Yeah. Um, I know my delivery was funny. <laughs> I was tr- I'm trying to. I've been told. Well, first of all, I really am sorry going through. That's hard. A lot of stuff to go through. Thank you. That's, that's yeah. That's, that's another thing because it doesn't feel like a lot. I just feel like it's just one of those things where. Is this episode 158? It is. Yes. The date was not changed. I saw that myself. <laughs> sorry. <that's true. laughs> uh, yeah, man. Anyway, I'm sorry going through that. Uh I don't really have much to say because I talked a lot about it last week. And yeah. I think we did. And I, and I don't mean that in a, in a facetious way because the thing I – kind of a sarcastic way, I like the fact that you're talking about it because, you know, 
everything isn't taken care of in our lives. Sometimes the stuff we deal with isn't, isn't, it's not as clean cut as like, okay, it's been a week, it's over now. And you still got to process stuff and figure, figure stuff out. So yeah, man, God's still good, man. He's still using you and working through you. And, um, yeah, true. absolutely. And like, I don't know, it's one of those things where, you know, it can be hard to keep that in mind, like, as I'm trying to, like, think through stuff. That's probably why I don't like to think about it, because then mm. if, if I think I'm going to think about it, I'm going to make, it's going to make me, like, question my whole life, because I'm a weirdo like that. But, like, you know, <clears throat> that's not true, like you said. And that's that's where, like, you know, we a lot of times we've had people, you know, ask us questions on these shows about similar stuff like this, like, where you're going through hard times like mm. this. And, like, we've always said, like, you got to cling to truth. And that's what, you know, that's what I'm trying to remind myself of, is, like, you got to cling to truth. So, you know, and like you said, God is good. That is that is truth. I mean, I, I got to cling to that. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. thanks, man. I appreciate it. And like, it, you're right. It's not just cut, cut and dried, you know, black and white, you know, a lot of the time. Sometimes it doesn't just go away in a week. Sometimes it takes weeks, months, hopefully not years, but you know, sometimes <laughs> depending on the situation, it could. And, you know, that's stuff that, you know, you just have to keep walking. And I'm, hmm. I'm not always the best at that, but. I'm hoping to keep walking, man. It's kind of it's kind of like like when you say like I'm just like you're like I've always been obsessed with the idea of you know culture. Like when you talk about culture, like it's the same thing. Like that's just something that's just going to be a continual process. So, mm. <clears throat> so yeah, that's that's my update. Yeah, and you know it's tough. Like, and I'm and this is easier said than done, but it's not one of those things that um, it's not that. It doesn't have to be a miserable process. And I think a lot of times we live in this place of like, you know, God's teaching us something and it's it's got to be painful. In fact, we just talked about this sometime this week. Men's group. Yeah. About the idea of, of, of when God teaches us and, you know, God's wrath has already been poured out, poured out on, on Christ who took it for us. So we can't look at it as punishment and it's it's a lesson. And, um, You know, how do we learn from all that, man? That's so, good. So be encouraged. And, and the, the neat thing, I was thinking about this with you and specifically. You know, you're sitting around probably at times dealing with your flesh with like, he's done with me and I screwed all these things up, but he's still continually using you, man, for the kingdom while teaching. <laughs> what an incredible honor. And what he must think about you to say how much worth he puts in you to say, hey, you have so much to offer the kingdom that I'm going to keep using you while I'm teaching you. That's pretty cool. It is cool, and, and that's that's really good. It's really good encouragement because I, yeah, you're right. I, the flesh tends to get me in that. Like I, that, I tend to view it more as like punishment or like I tend or I've to lost view, opportunity yes. or worthless or something. Yes, yeah, and then that. and then you think all the good has been lost, and it's not. That's good. I like that. So, go ahead. I mean, here's another thing, and I've talked about it a few times because one, it slightly when I look at it from the outside, even though I know how serious it is, the ironicness of just how funny God is at times with, well, just, I, it was a funny situation, but Elijah, when he's mm-hmm. out there and he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's the one that goes up to the mountaintop and he does the lighting of the pyres and stuff. And he's like, light that wet pyre. But before he does that, he, he's out in the desert. He literally goes, no, I'm not going to do it. They're going to kill me. And God's mm-hmm. like, go do it. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it goes out there and he's in this desert under like a tree and he refuses to do this. <laughs> After God tells him again and again to go do it. In fact, God is feeding him with crows 
Quite literally, they're coming down, they're feeding him water, and, and he's just laying there going, No, I'll never do it. And God's like, Just, just do it. Yeah. You're going to do this. And he's like, Never. I, they'll kill me. Have you not learned anything? See, that is, and like, he very still good representation. didn't give up. He didn't give up on him. And that was the Old Testament, by the way, too, where he didn't have like what we have. Mm. He mm. would be ecstatic to have what we have. Mm. Meaning the Holy Spirit that. and all that. It's mm-hmm. convicting. And he was, and he still disobeyed. And he was out there. Imagine how much more blessed you are now. Like, it, it is crazy. Like, I, I guess it just puts it in perspective now. Like, even in, like, when I mess up or I do things that are a little bit dumb, like, it helps put it in perspective that God's just looking down going, okay, you did that. Let's move on. Let's get better. Let's, let's work through this. You've got to learn from that. Let's mm-hmm. learn from that. I'm not furious at this. Or sometimes he's looking at you like, you know what to do. Just go do it. I don't want to do it. Are we going to do this for, do we need to go to a desert and I need to feed you with crows again? Is this, is this what needs to happen? Because <laughs> we don't need to do that. That's and even man. like the ridiculousness of just, th- that's a crazy story. I, I encourage you to go read it. It's, it's awesome. But it's also like, when you look at it from the slide outside, the ridiculousness of, of it is also like, gosh dang it, like... So it is relatable, which is funny for me because I imagine I am the one laying there going, no, <laughs> that fits me. So, and that's actually Elijah's one that I'm actually, I'm not very super familiar with old, old Testament in general. I'm not always the best at like, I don't, it's I don't funny because I think you'd love it because you love when you used to read a lot and you had the stories of it, you were really good at like putting yourself in there. Like, yeah, that's that's a good point. I, I should read a lot more Old Twist, Old Testament. Since I've become a Christian, I think I, because you started me with like Romans. I think the first mm-hmm. book I ever fully read was Romans. I told you the Gospel of John, so I certainly wasn't first, but I would have told you that one after. You know what? Yeah, you're probably right. You definitely told <laughs> me anyway. Gospel. Good, good, good call on that. Anyway. Because yeah. <laughs> Romans, I love it, man. I must have yeah, thought that, I, I think that was probably the second. right in there. Yeah. Yeah, because you I, swallowed through. I remember you were devoured. I think I read Romans in like a day was. or two. Yeah. Cool stuff, man. Be encouraged. God's not done. Thank you. And he has that way of restoring things. He's got a plan, man. It's better. And he, I, the I like crazy part stories. is he knew all this. He did. That freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> so, good, good. Fun turn. You got anything to update people on? No, just continuing on the same journey I have been since the last time I talked about this. Uh, it's just the same thing. I think... For a while, I was like, oh, well, we're going back down. I don't think it's changed really at all. I think it's the same moment, but it's almost like I've kind of got out of the, uh, what we were calling a Kairos moment. It's almost going down. It's like I've actually kind of got out of it now, and now I'm dealing with that, mm. um, dealing with facades I put up and things like that where I have to fight not to be fake at times, but also just walk. It's it's weird because there's parts of me like I have to face the part where I'm like I'm not this confident as confident as I like to think I am and go do things that I'm not confident with so like either go whether it's go talk to people or tell people I'm hurt or things like that like I I don't like to do that I'd rather just put it in a box and move on mm. and I think that ironically once I've started doing that and started speaking more and being like okay no I need to say this and like whether stop being afraid of like whether I'm going to come off crazy or whether all this is and be open to actually having a conversation and being a normal human being. Mm. It's, it's provided challenges, but it's also provided a lot of just like, this is how we're supposed to leave and I not leave, lead our lives. No, it's how we're supposed to live our lives. Wow. 
Well, your life would still work, I think. So, yeah. I, I guess it's just it's just the same thing that it was that last time. Just I'm walking down this weird path of like learning like how to be a person again. It feels like, and also kind of, I've talked to a few people. And they're like, it sounds like you're on a discovery part of life, and I'm like, huh. That's interesting because I thought I would have discovered myself by now, but yeah, you know what? It's Constant, man. I think that's, that's our. I think our life is always going to be. We're going to be discovering stuff up until our last day, man. Which is cool. I think it gives us a purpose. Yeah. Amen. Well, I appreciate your uh, positivity lately, man. For real, it's been. That's good. true. He has. Been, you have been very positive lately. You've been positive. Wombat. Did you say wombat? No, I said I'm back. Oh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm off the wall. Wombat. <laughs> even, even on the days I don't sleep, which I need to stop doing that. But it, man, there, there's there's the so much. The temptation to, be. to not sleep is, is strong. I get it because I hate sleeping. Yeah, man, just waste a lot of time. <laughs> Steve Harvey once says, "Like, hey, you want to be successful? You don't sleep eight hours a day." And I overcorrected and went, "Hey, no, I'm just not gonna sleep random days of the week now. Sometimes I just can't, but that's beside the point." It's not healthy. Sleep, people. You need your rest. You need your rest. <laughs> you can already see the effects, guys. Don't be like me. But shoot, Toddy B. Oh man, any updates? Well, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm burnt out, man. Uh, I, I've, I've told you guys know this, so mm-hmm. I feel like I'll make this fast. Yeah. This is where I feel like my life is a lot of times lately. One, I've been grumpy. Everybody knows that. I've been working on that and praying about it. And why have I been grumpy? Well, I don't sleep a lot either, which is weird. Okay? Clint stole the lack of sleep from me. Yeah. All right? I'm just kidding. It's not healthy, and you shouldn't do it. Um, but I really want to sleep. And as you know, I, why is your face twitching like you're filled with rage? Is it twitching? You went like... <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so that's part of it. But part of it is just I started thinking, okay, what's going on? going on what's gone and i the, the reality is i feel like my life is not my own in a lot of ways hmm. i'm being dragged along i feel this kind of image in my mind of like being in a white water river and just being thrown around and i've kind of just been like whatever just take me where you go and even though i'm going with it, it's really stressful and and i don't like to admit stress for some reason it feels weak to me to me I, even though in other people i'm like yeah man i get it but for me i don't give myself the same grace so Kind of two things are happening. One, my personal life, I'm very tired and I'm frustrated and and I need rest, right? I mean, I've been sinning in that, not resting. The Bible says it. And there's so much going on all the time and we're growing and like amazing things are happening. And and it's hard to find a team of people, and I'm just being real, that are as passionate about it as I am sometimes. So I end up having to carry a lot of stuff that maybe I shouldn't. Mm, And I don't trust God enough to maybe say, okay, well, they're not going to do it, Lord. It's not going to get done. So And maybe it's not supposed to get done. Until the right person comes. I don't know. Anyway, um, and I'm not saying it's noble, everything I'm doing. It's not. You know, some of it's probably controller, but in me. But that's there's that side. And then the side of it of even the church, like there's just a lot of things the church that sponsors the show that, you know, I help lead is, um, you know, there's so many cool things happening. And I've said this before, you know, it's like a ship. And my role might be to steer that ship a lot of times, at least the direction we're going, right? God's the wind that takes us there. And he's, but like, he's, I got to kind of steer that. And I just stopped. And it's hard to get caught up on everything, man. We've got so much going on. So my decision has been where I think I've landed, all that to say, is I'm going to take two weeks. So what I'm going to do is not have any meetings beyond some very specific ones that I need to. 
the first, and I'm still working, but that's just to get my hands wrapped around the stuff going on in our church. We've got a lot of stuff going on. For instance, just an example, I've been talking to the bank and the bank's been really rude. You know who you are, bank people. And I may have to go to a different bank for some of the stuff for our church. And I'm just trying to deal with that. I don't even, didn't even tell you guys that. Like they finally got back to me today and we're really crappy and just being real. Um, which I'm not going to say their name yet on, on air. <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, hey, man, like I'm allowed to talk. You want to be that way to me? Then. It's true, man. But so I've got stuff like that. I've got a lot of our ministries. We've hired a person on staff that, you know, needs needs direction and needs to know because I they're, this person is like rearing to go. Luke, you know who he is. They're rearing to go and trying to get everything back in order, and I need to take time to do that. And you guys know that. And that's even Remnant House, our internship program. A lot of the guys, you know, are... These guys take that stuff seriously. I got to try to get my hands around that and, and help these guys and, and um, stand beside them. Like I, you know, that's been an area that's that's been slipping, which isn't fair to those guys. And just get my hands wrapped around this. Get get my hands wrapped around the ministries and the ministry leaders and trying to get things in order that we're all going the same direction because it's yeah. been really hard to do. And you guys can say that yourself. Like, there's just always something crazy going on. That's true, man. And a big part of that's because I just don't have time to get my hands wrapped around it. So that's my plan. And then the second week, I'll take a true vacation. And you go, well, where are you going to go? And I go, nowhere. I'm just going to not go to work. <laughs> um, I'm still going to preach because I love to, Lord, if the Lord allows me. And But I'm going to take time off, man, and, and try to breathe and try to get my personal life and family life in order and all that kind of stuff, because that's an area that's that's falling under the wayside, too. And that's my plan. And even as I say it, you know, some of the people from our church are going to watch this show. And it's hard for me because, one, I never w- don't want to be there when someone needs me. Two, I feel like I get blamed all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to go too much into this, but like, oh, well, he ain't going to meet with me. And it's like, I, you know this. I eat a lot of blame for things at times. It's not me. And I'm not going to. It's true, man. And I don't tell people. You guys know the truth, which is why you're more impatient with me. But I don't, that's not my style. So if you're listening to this and you're one of those people that I end up this week, or, you know, there's a meeting that doesn't happen, like, please hear my heart. It's because in the long run, I've been failing you anyway. I can't even keep up with, like, meetings or I'm not, I'm not as emotionally or mentally present. And a lot of it is, I, it's so weird, man. It's like on the one hand, I, want, I don't want to not be there for people. But in doing so, I'm either missing meetings or I'm not there for them fully, mentally yeah. and emotionally, you know, uh, which isn't fair either. Because people, you know, what a blessing it is to be invited into people's lives and get the honor of being able to speak into their lives. So I know that's a lot, but I guess I kind of confess that. And also, that's my plan. And I've told you guys that, and I'm trying to get the Remnant House guys to get their Christmas present because they're hobos that won't take it. And they're, they're like me. One of the things I'll say the guys that I've done is I've, you know, work. That's what we do. We just grind all the time. And I think... I've taught you guys that to the point that you're broken down and falling apart. Um, and I'm just like, get up, dude, because that's what I'm doing. And that's not healthy. I'm like, dude, you don't have time to sit down. Like, get up and move. And, you know, I think you guys in that internship program get, again, those that are listening that don't go to our church, it may seem crazy, but these guys deal with a lot of stuff. I mean, they're on ministry 24-7, and they work uh, jobs and then come back, and it's hard. It's exhausting. They live my life. And... That's hard to do. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm sorry to you guys that I haven't been there to to lead and, and speak into it and kind of give you guidance in areas. So hopefully, all that to say, pray for protection over me. I would welcome that. And for our church, man, we are, we are at the cusp. You know, for those not listening, 
for those listening that don't go here. I don't know why I said not listening. For those that don't go to this to the remnant that sponsors this show. I'm not being cocky because God has blessed us. Okay. We're non-denominational. We do not have support. We started with nothing. Okay. And uh, we don't get support now from some hub. But we talked a couple months ago about church statistics post-pandemic. Yes. And found out that we're in the, what, top 10%? 10%, man. Um, as far as numbers, and we've grown. Gross, okay, yes. That's insane. And we, I can tell you this right now. Everybody, the leaders of this church in general, I, don't, I believe in our hearts we know. That's what I love about the people at, at our church. We know that's not normal. We know we've been given, for lack of a better word here, using Jesus' analogy, a talent. We've been given something, right? And we need to figure out how to multiply that. And I think part of that multiplication, I keep thinking this, and I haven't even told you guys this, I think I'm part of it. Part of the, the reason that we were kind of stuck at that, I don't want to say, I mean, we're, we had over 100 people here, man. It was some of you megachurch, what? And I was like, that's a lot. And that's not counting our social media presence and and I, I'm we saying were tied that tied for number one this week. You were, yeah, <laughs> man. Which is crazy because we're sitting around going, "We're not doing it right." Like we just had that talk last night. Yeah. And these are churches that have ten thousand people or something, or three thousand people, right? Yeah, we the, the number one ones. I mean, yeah, like we're like to put in perspective, like just on Facebook, but like we I mean, we're ranked eleventh in the amount of likes on our page, but we tied for number one for like people looking at it and like engaging with our stuff. So, like, so 11th most likes, but number one with most engagement. That'll tell you something. So we, we know that God's called us to something. We don't take that for granted. Hmm. Um, you know, no, it's not all about numbers, but I, my point in bringing that up is growing during post-pandemic and during the pandemic. Like, we don't, take that, we don't take that for granted. Hmm. All right? And we don't say that arrogantly. So I guess in a weird way, it's the other way around, is that I feel convicted because I want to make sure I'm doing my part in that, you know, to... And even making sh- all kinds of things, man. Financially, you know, we just got to, there's a lot of stuff to do. It so, really is, man. Um, and for you guys, man, I keep having this thought that if I slow down, I can get the, the squad on the same place again, right? So, like, my role, I know it's corny, probably, and I'm probably rambling. I don't think you're rambling. No. If this is very boring, tell me, guys. No. Nope. Just trying to catch people. So, my thought is, like, just take you two, right? Yeah. I, you guys are important to me personally, but also to this church, okay? And I believe in you. I believe God's called you things. And you're in these places where, you know, <laughs> it's so humbling to know that you guys are look to me at times and I haven't been there. And it makes me very, very convicted. And actually, I'm about to cry. You said, God, so like, I feel convicted that I haven't been there for you guys. And that you're looking at me even if I don't, if you're not asking me. And, um, and that, you know, I haven't filled that role. And that's on me. And you guys get the brunt of my stuff, too. You get the brunt of my frustration, my anger, because you're the closest to me in a lot of ways. And the same with the production guy, Blake, and, you know, Cowboy Kenny, and then even the new guys. We's on a hot sauce. and we even call Soldier it? boy. Soldier boy. Yeah, soldier. No, soldier. Soul. Soldier boy. Soldier boy, too. Uh, soldier boy, T. That's his name. Soldier boy, T. Here we go. Soldier boy, T. So you guys, you know, just such warriors for the kingdom, man. Such good men of God that God has given me the honor to be able to invest in, and I've just done a poor job. So trying to do a better job of that. Um, and I've been doing it. You guys, I think what finally hit me last night when I was talking to you guys mm-hmm. is this thought of, like, I've been doing it, right? I messaged you, get in the bank and all this stuff, and all of a sudden I'm like, but I don't have time to go fully in. And so I just got to do that. And 
It's funny because I know people are going to be mad at me. And isn't it funny that the moment I take a breath, and you guys know this to be true because it happens to you, that they'll tell me I'm not doing anything? Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Isn't that crazy? That's the enemy somehow. You know, like, oh, absolutely. Because those people, some of those people that do that, they're not evil people. No. They're just seeing it from their perspective. But then it's like I'm hurting them anyway because when I either I'm canceling meetings last minute because I'm overbooked, right, or double booked or mm-hmm. whatever. Sometimes my fault, sometimes not. But I'm never going to chuck someone under the bus. Right. Um, but a lot of times it just has to do with perspective. Like, so it's like either way I'm kind of dropping the ball. So I'm so sorry to ramble, but that's where no. I'm at, and, and I'm excited about this idea. You asked me last night, so you excited? I'm like, no. Um, but I was kind of a lie. I wasn't excited in the sense of like a vacation because this first week. But I am excited about because you guys know me. One of my, I guess a gift. Like I'm a dreamer, and I'm a. It's funny. We joke a lot about me not being organized. That's not true. I'm great at organizing on a macro level, meaning large scale level, right? Like huh. we got to do this, that makes sense. Guys, right? Yeah. I'm just the guy that's like, I'll be like, okay, we need to make. This is how I feel. I am. Maybe I'm wrong. You tell me. Hey, we need to make a bridge that's big enough for 50 people to go across here, and it needs to have a solid steel side here, and this and all this stuff. But I'm not the guy that's going to measure all that out. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. You, you're just you're the guy that guy. Gonna and I think that's what's needed, man. So a lot of people have done a lot of great stuff in the meantime, you know, um, you know, Tim and tons of people, man, tons of people, you know, Luke stepped up and, um, you know, guys, you guys, you know, all the, all the Rooted House guys and Emma, you know, there's a lot of people that have done a lot of cool stuff hmm. um, in the meantime. So rambling, I guess, that po- and honestly, even you guys, even those of you that watch this podcast and listen, like I have not been myself. I went back and listened to some old episodes before, you know, age and depression crippled me. And, Gosh, dang. <laughs> and we, you know, I was, I was a fun guy, I guess. And I realized this Sunday that you, I got another text mm-hmm. from a good friend of mine. So it happened Sunday. And then yesterday, which was Monday, I got a message like, hey, I just want to tell you thanks for like choosing, being so positive. They didn't know that was intentional. I think I told you guys. Um, but I, you can choose joy and be positive. And I went into it, and this, this person messaged me and said, hey, I was really struggling that day and just wanted you to know that seeing you helped me push through. And that, like, was encouraging but more convicting, too, of I want to do that. I want to do that with you guys. Mm. And it's hard to do that when you aren't doing <laughs> – when you're not slowing down. And yeah. I always teach you, you know, I've been reacting, not acting. And I don't want to do that. <sighs> Because sometimes you got to react, right? Like life's going to throw you for a loop and you got to move. But sometimes it's like we just, if we stop, no, I'm not going to like be swept along. And I got to quit being a people pleaser. And I got to understand that it's better to disappoint people in the short term to love them better in the long term. Truth, dude. Mm -hmm. I feel like like I lost everyone without one rambling. No, dude. I'm, I, you're, I, whatever I I listen to you speak, it's because the, you probably, Sometimes you may think like, like I don't care, but it's, it's 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 the complete opposite. It makes me like, it's like what I said earlier when I was even talking about my own life, like how I don't like to face reality. You a lot of the time, even just the way you speak, make me face reality on, on a scale of life, and then like for like my stuff, and then also even just for like this church, for example. So like, it's just more like, gosh dang it, like I can get really real about a thought about you. I haven't even told you. Oh gosh, what is it? I don't know if I should say it on here. I because I haven't talked to anyone. This is a hundred percent just my like I have crazy ideas, guys. That even you, I tell you guys, you two specifically get to hear my craziest ideas. Yeah, one of the first people, not always the first, but probably one of the like 
you two are right up there. Yeah. And I haven't told anyone this one. Oh, boy. Let's Zero hear. person. Because I have to go, I have to go, oh, man, I know what this is going to look like. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I thought, I don't know, man. I don't know if I should say, I, again. Let's, I, let's because I can't it. make these decisions. If it doesn't happen, the world's going to be mad at the church. Oh, well. <laughs> you know? Because they it's love already you. mad. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know, I'm trying to think of what's appropriate. So from a human perspective, you know, everybody knows, you've brought this up, right, about your role and your position, right, of losing, did you bring I brought up last week. Yeah. You did? I did. You're, I talked about how you I were lost. on staff. I, I lost my position. I'm, I'm probably going to be at Nine Remnant House. Anymore. Okay, so. Like, I, I, <laughs> it right, sounds so much more depressed. <laughs> this has not all happened at one time, by the way. No. This has been like a six, seven months. It has. My point is like, what if, and it's going to sound cold-blooded. On the one hand, you're like you're giving you're loving AJ again. I'm like actually, man, it's kind of cold blooded to, but I but also could be. I was like, what if I just, what if what if what if in a world you just we just you just got hired again, okay? But it's no listen. Hear me out, because you're gonna be like, no, Todd, because I was thinking about this. But literally, like you worked at a bank, meaning at the end of the day, you might only be rehired for one week because if you don't do your stuff, you'll get fired immediately. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I told you yeah. then when we put this on there. Two reasons why. Because I think you'd rise to the challenge. Hmm. And sometimes with you, man, I guess this kind of feeds back into where you feel you are in life. Actually, a little bit of Clint, too. Although I've seen – I'll give Clint credit on this. You kind of stepped up at your work and stuff. But one of the things I've learned about you, man, and honestly, I'm not just saying this. This is a little bit me. I tend to rise to the occasion. But I think with you, one of the, one of the challenges you have is you tend to drop – to the floor of the expectation too. So because you don't believe in yourself at times. Yeah. Right? Or because like when you get in that spiral of not believing in yourself, which is crazy because you're very gifted. But let's say you get in that spiral, you kind of go just like like so even though you may have you're supposed to get to here. This is gonna sound really weird, maybe. Okay. I'm, I'm supposed to get up to this. I'm pointing to the top of Tom the Burrow here. All right. <laughs> Tom the in case you're on the podcast. So you're supposed to get up to a certain level, right? Yeah. You're supposed to do this. You're like, well, there's no point. I can't see it anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Versus, hey man, you have this expectation. If it doesn't get done, you're letting a bunch of people down. And then it's like <laughs> versus like I've already I've already let them down. It's almost like you already think you failed because you failed in this other area. But but here's the thing: it's not just to help you, because yeah. when you were at your best, and you actually made me think of this the other day, partially. When you were saying that he was being who he's supposed to be. Because when he's who he's supposed to be, AJ, if you don't know him, oh, yeah. like he's, he's a leader. He just doesn't, like, he hasn't, he just doesn't know it. 100%. So, you know, and I just told a lot of our personal business, we may have to cut this out of the show. So, no. Some of you, no, I'm saying, some of you may never hear this. I may tell them to cut this when I panic later. <laughs> um, because here's the thing, man, like. Because, like, neither of us do – none of us that do the show get paid. Let's just this, oh, yeah, this, no, We don't get no, paid for the show, no, right? No. No, we do this well, because no. we don't. I kind of did. At one point. <laughs> but we didn't. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's why I think people don't understand. Sometimes even when I talk about you, man, or even Fun Turn, it's like these guys are li- – and me, like, I don't care about myself, but I care about these guys. <laughs> these guys literally – like, it's so funny how, like – People, who knows how many people actually listen or watch this show on a weekly basis? Okay. It's hard to find those exact numbers, right? Yeah. Like between everything. Because people go back and watch old ones. Like they're not caught oh, up. And even I do that with my favorite podcasts. I'll go back and watch like three or four later. Yeah, kind of binge it. Yeah. So here's the thing though. You know, if you really, sometimes I guess I'm thinking like, especially if you didn't go to the Remnant, the church that sponsors is like, man, is it worth a cup of coffee? 
for the show, for these two guys to continue to be able to do what they do, because your cup of coffee might be their bread. Hmm. Yeah, now they're not going to say that, but I think it. Or like the next steps, you know, we used to want to take the show on the run. I'm rambling. See, I'm getting excited because I've the thought of me slowing down to get things in order. <laughs> no, I love But I'm it, in man. this weird place, man, where I'm like, listen, I know what God's told us to do. I'm done. I, I feel like the, me stopping is long enough, like me slowing down to do things. is like I'm going to put all our eggs in the basket and say, I'll let God show off. And if he doesn't, everybody's like, well, what if he does? I'm like, well, then there you go. There's a direction and we'll move on. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking crazy stuff, guys. Mm. I, I can't even tell you. That's not. I'm not even done yet. You know. I've, um. You know, maybe that's the same thing with you, Fun Turn. Like, you know, Fun Turn Clint. He doesn't. He's not a paid internship. Do I think he's gotten a lot of opportunities? I mean, clearly we take care of these guys. Okay, like they eat and crap. yeah, I'm man. Not saying yeah. we. Don't. We're very blessed. <laughs> like I could yes, go into yes, that. Yes. I could go into that, but that's not yes. my point. My point is saying maybe that's what it takes. Maybe maybe you're the same way, right? Okay, here's the position. Here's. We don't have a lot of money, but here's the position anyway, right? We invest in that, and if you don't rise to the occasion, then we'll find someone that will, and then you don't have – no one's confused. Right. Sometimes. Even myself, man, like when it comes to things. So that probably meant I'm, – I'm concerned this show is going to sound like a bunch of rambling insanity to people. I love it, man. I think, that, think that, so. That's because we it's live true. in it. <laughs> I guess that's kind of true. No, I don't think that it's that way at all. In fact – the, the biggest thing I can say is this is real life. We, there's yeah, a lot of stuff going on. And, and to even get a little bit ahead of people going <laughs> nice. and saying you don't do anything, and that's going to happen. And I already know you, people yeah. are people. Um, but here's the facts of the matter. Uh, we've all, I think all three of us in this room have been called to the wilderness multiple times to be like, hey, you need to, one, slow down. You need to talk to me because I have something to tell you. But you're you're moving around so fast and you're doing good work, but you need to slow down. You need to rest. And also, Todd, I've known m- multiple pastors who take month, two month long <laughs> sabbaticals to get their mind right or to get back here. And you're just taking two weeks because you're a wild man. And so don't like feel work, guilty. Man. That's the weird part about me. I know, but don't feel guilty about that because this is going to benefit everything in the long run. Jesus took time away You're for right. a reason. And I'll be honest, man, that's a great point. And I feel like I always have to adjust myself because yeah. I'm not talking big or bragging when I tell you. Because it's in, like, listen, everybody thinks, like, <laughs> I have, I answer, I always tell people, I have I have 90 bosses. You know, mm-hmm. I view as a servant of this church. So everybody's like, oh, you're doing, like, I have a, you know, when, you, when I took this position, there's a job profile. You know, yeah, benefits all the stuff that I signed. I didn't write that. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, but in it, for instance, I have vacation time. I have never because when we planted this church, you know, I never got paid either for six, five, for six years. It, yeah. Until the probably still would until the church was like either you do this or, or else because you know, you're you're, else. you're not a very good leader when you're working at the bank, <laughs> which I wasn't. Um, my point is I've never taken time off, and I and that's not even always. This is hard to say. That's not even always from a noble place. It's the controller in me. It's the fear-based one. It's the person that says, if I do that, this is so embarrassing. One is like, okay, the arrogance of like, well, it'll go wrong if I'm not there, right? But then yeah. there's a side of like, this is so pathetic. Like, we all have it, though, right? They'll just forget about me. Hmm. You know? I get that. Um, and, and there's the side that's noble of like, well, I don't want to miss, like, what if you guys need me? Or what if you, and it's almost like I think people couldn't call me. <laughs> you know, like they wouldn't call me still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, you think that people wouldn't call you, wouldn't do that, or like that, if they needed me that, or whatever. The 
God of the universe is spending the sun on his finger. He's not going to take care of it yep. for Touché. his son to go out and Very be able to rest. Or take care of the other person. Yep. And dude, they need me somehow. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. I think... Yeah, that's convicting. We, we complicate too much. I think, I think at the end of the day, it's funny because, especially, I think you and me, AG, we know, we, at least I know for a fact, I had a moment with God last night, I even forgot about it until we were talking, but uh, we know how to rest and how not to. I think we do. And I think at mm. the end of the day, it's the same way with worship. It's that little thing in the back of your mind that says, okay, I need to slow down for a little bit. I need to take a minute. And this is what resting actually is. And then you also have the other side of it where it's like, oh, well, I don't need to go do that. Well, you know. I think you know at the end of the day. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's always that, yes, of course, there's accountability and there's things like that. But I yeah. think at the end of the day, when you're, you're slowed down just enough, you know. And we tend to, on both sides of the spectrum, because there's two sides of the spectrum, not want to do that. Mm. and we refuse and we fight and we we go against what he's saying and he's saying hey no i need you to go stop because i need to tell you something because otherwise you're going to go do this and i need you we, we like hey slow down for a second mm. i have something for you that's good just because we're all just because it's like the disciples like hey 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 okay you guys have gone out you've cast out demons you've done all these things okay now come back i gotta i gotta teach you something real fast mm. i teach you something because if it, you're not learning throughout this, and yeah, I'm happy you're serving. You're learning throughout all of this, but hey, let's learn something. Yeah. Because you're not ever always going to be able to learn everything that you need to learn or be taught all the things you're going to be taught by God if you're running around and doing all the things. And that's not to say that you should take it in the opposite way and be like, well, I need to take all this time off to go because I need to be away from service. Sometimes you people need to go over there and serve some more and mm. put your time on the line because guess what? God's asking you to just like the young rich ruler. It goes both ways. Both ways. The young young ruler is so, you've pointed this out to me, Todd, it's so good because what it actually symbolizes, what it actually shows you. He didn't want to sell off his possessions, but it's it's got like 40 meanings. uh, Meanings at the end of the day. Your time, whether you want to rest, your control, your emotions, what you, your trust, what do you not want to give? What do you? Because you already believe he, he, you're already saved. You believe in him, mm-hmm. but you don't want to give up that that peace. Mm-hmm. And he's going, hey, just give it up. I'm already here. We're already in control. Have you not read my word? Look, Abraham took his son up to a mountain and thought he was going to have to kill him, but I provided something. Yeah, man, it's you're right. You're right, and I think that's where I'm at. Is like being willing to trust. You know, that he's going to provide all those things enough yep. to even like kind of taking the story and turn it a different way of like slowing down or like when I follow on that, what I give up in the moment, right, is going to be worth it in the long run. So <clears throat> thank sense. you guys for listening to that. Yeah, I'm, dude. Everyone, you too, but also all the rest of you guys. And I think that's all of us in life. I like what you said too, man, which we could go on. Oops, my nose hit that. On and on and on. Um, you said this is real, both of you, like this is real life. And I do feel like the whole world... I don't know if you guys ever feel this way. People don't slow down. Like, I, I don't slow like, down, so I get it. But I, I mean, like, think they don't slow down enough, man, to, to act at anything. Like, how do I put this? You know why the masses are so easy to control? Because they don't stop long enough to look around and see where they're at. That's really good, actually. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I'll even look at our country right now, which we're going to answer a couple questions. 
We are herded like a herd of sheep, but we don't follow the real master, right, that he talks about. We follow this world that herds us through fear, through anxiety, through media, through cultural expectations, through religion sometimes of like what it's supposed to be. And so we stop even, we stop living and we just start, I don't know, man, it's just going through the motions. Marching. Yes. Blindly marching because that's what we're told to do, but we're marching to the grave and we don't enjoy the process in between. That's good. Mm -hmm. You know? So I have, you know, I haven't talked about this a lot on the show and I'm hesitant to now uh, (laughs) what I'm about to say, but like I had a life change in the last year and it's given me a lot of perspective. Um, and we try to give people an opportunity to hear about this. I know, man. <clears throat> they don't want to hear it. So <laughs> I, I would love to tell you guys. Special um, guest. Yeah. So I, you know, probably the new, per- most important person in my life. You guys know who I'm talking about. Those that are close to me. Absolutely. This little girl has taught me something. And that is, like, I'm about to cry because I think about this. It makes me think like I can't control this world and I can't even control what happens. But I want to model life. Like, I don't, man, I'm about to get emotional. How do you, like, let this little person see someone live a real life? To not grow up and be a part of that. To, like, understand life is so short, man. It is so short. And I know, like, when I was 20 years old, I tell you guys this all the time, Fun Turn, Cowboy Candy specifically. Yeah. I, you too, though. I used to think I had so much time, you know? And I'm going to think someday because I feel like, oh, I have a lot wasted, you know? And I'm, I think, man, if the Lord blesses me, I get to be 60. I'm going to go, I had so much time. And then I'm 80. And I'm like, I had so much time. And then I'm 85, you know, if the Lord blessed me that long. And I'm going, what I do with all that time? You know? And I don't know, man. You guys just made me think, like, there's so much good in life, and I tend, and and I think we just all miss it because we won't slow down. Constantly, man. What do you want out of life? Not what you're told to want out of life, not what society tells you you're supposed to have out of life. I mean, even the idea of, like, you know, working stuff is good. You got to work. But you guys know, I I I made a decision a long time ago. I don't view what I do as work. I love my kingdom. But I, re- I tell you guys this all the time. People don't like this advice sometimes. But I say, listen, there is no job worth, your, worth misery. It's true, man. You know? And I don't have loyalty to a company. I'll, tell, I'll say that right now for everybody. I, have loyalty. I don't have a loyalty to a company. You know why? Because that company doesn't have loyalty to you. No, At the care. end of the day, to save their bottom line, they'd fire you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And here's the cool thing about life. You can go get a new job tomorrow. That's right. right. So... I'm probably seeming crazy. I just, I guess if you're listening, you're really listening to this show, if it's one person, maybe this speaks to you. Like, what is your life? Do you feel like you're in control of your life or you're just being swept along? And by control, I don't mean like God's clear control, but I mean, you have choice. Do you, are you living life or are you just holding on to life? Mm. Does that make sense? Yep, it does make sense. It's really good, man. If you get get 150 views or 20, let's say 15 shares, okay? 15, of this link, I'll talk about this person. That has changed my life. Yeah. And show you. But otherwise, you'll never know. <laughs> never, ever know. Never. Giving you multiple chances, folks. <laughs> they don't want to know about the biggest part of my life, man. <laughs> it's anyway, really good, man. A lot of rambling there. No. 
No, just try to be real. Real talk. Now, real talk. We got a lot of great questions today. Thank you guys for sharing, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, legitimately, it's gonna be a long show because I want to get to these. Yes, it's gonna be a long show. So here we go. Number one. That was not a clean segue. So why did you give this one to me? <laughs> Number one. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Fun turn. This is fun turn. <laughs> Like, this would have been one for you to read. I know. It sounds so arrogant for me to read. I know. I thought the same thing. Todd, I do not think you're mean to AJ. I think you're trying to encourage him to real action and real change. AJ, don't give up. God never gives up on you. Thank you, person. That's actually really beautiful. It I is. like the f- They spoke to both our hearts because people, do, people do tend to think I'm mean to you. I know. <laughs> Which I know can look funny because I was actually told this. I, I feel like I'm rambling a lot, but it's like no. choose your poison here. Do you want me to be sad guy or fun guy? So one thing, I was told that I pick my shirt all the time, Uh huh. which I did last week, OCD. I get Two, it. I was told by multiple people, yeah, man, it's true. When AJ's talking, it looks like you are not listening to me. <laughs> and I have become so obsessive in my attempt to go, okay, don't look angry. Listen, I'm listening to him, but it probably <laughs> looks like I'm not because it's clear that I'm not naturally existing. I'm like, is a person who listens do this? You know, I'm making faces. So... Oh, Thank man. you for the encouragement because I do love him. Yes. Love him a lot. And uh, he's very transparent, man, on the show. And I try to be. I think that's cool. And AJ, I think the message to you is really don't give up. God never yeah. gives up on you. Thank you. you. I'm, I do appreciate that because, you know, I, I don't know. Life is. Sounds like somebody that believes in you, man. <sighs> a lot of people believe in me. No, if only you would. It's a problem. <laughs> no. But right. thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Um, let's see your next question. It says uh, two four-letter words this generation hates: hard and work. <laughs> uh, your comments: agree or disagree? Actually, I just had a thought. Okay. This is not going to be a popular opinion. Is this about work and hard work, or are we going back? Uh, no, it's back work and hard work. Okay. okay. I actually, <laughs> I I, uh, I disagree. I don't think they hate it. I just think they've never been shown it. I think the generations before <laughs> them and the church around us has not shown young people today as well as the people How that are there. Them? Go Good out and question. do it. I think we, we, we have this version of hard work where you just go to your 9 to 5 and go do this, but that's not actually the, like, is that really hard work? Are you really working hard? Or are you just going to do the motions at your job? Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong. There are people out there that do work hard and they <laughs> work hard. But I do think there's a lot of specifically my generation and, and uh, my, my parents' generation, they, they were, my dad's a hard worker, so I would say that. And, and even, like, I've seen people's families, like, they're hard workers. But it's almost like we weren't shown. Like, that. they were just, they were always either at work or they, they never shown us any of that, that like, hey, we're going to go out here and we're going to work hard or you're going to go do this or you're going to do this. We were just raised by TV or we were allowed mm. to do whatever we wanted mm. and all these things. And there was no real consequences for a lot of things. I mean, there were some. Like, some of us had, like, crazy consequences, but not everybody did. So you haven't been shown this hard, the what hard work is a lot of times. You've just been shown, well, this is work. This is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And you just try to do it to the best of your ability so you can get up in the company and become a manager and go home at the end of the day. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that actually there's a lot of good stuff in there, um, especially where you said there was no, con- you know, we, we were kind of allowed to do what we want, et cetera. Yes. I'll say, I'll say this. Because despite what people think, I'm, I'm a, I guess I'm a millennial. You're a millennial. I'm a millennial. And Fun Turns Z, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, so is what's his name? Uh, Cowboy Kenny. Cowboy Kenny. Yeah. And then everybody else is kind of in between there too, right? Yeah. 
uh, also Louisiana hot sauce is Z. So yeah, we're all yeah. right there kind of in this weird little area. Here's what I will say. My generation, our generation sort of started this, and I believe that. Started what you described a little bit, okay? And um, especially the part about, like, what I feel is reality, sort of like there isn't yeah. an objective truth. And then I do think the people even under – heck, man, the generation under you, which I don't even remember what they call them. Like, the, we're talking the, the, the 12 Gen to X, like, maybe, or no, something. Gen like X was before millennial. Uh, I think it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Something crazy. Here's my thoughts on it. I will agree with this. Um, people don't want to grind, man. People don't want to work hard. And that I think is true. I agree with you. So, I agree. And I, I get your point. Um, like, uh, fun turn. I get your point. I really do. And I think some people like you, that's true. And you invest in people. I do think this, we have, and this kind of goes with what you said. We, we have to invest in people mm-hmm. and give them the chance um, to learn those things. Um, but hard work, man, is a real thing. And it's, it's that we could get really deep here because I, I often wonder if the reason can drive and hard work be taught um, as an adult? I don't know. I think a lot of times you almost have to go, it's that old scene. We talk about this, right? So, um, <clears throat> hard times create hard men. I was thinking right? what I was thinking. Who, who create, or yeah. bad times create hard men. Uh, hard men create good times. Good times create soft men. Soft men create harder bad times and vice versa. And I think we're in that little section right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we can overcome it. And that's why the Bible's so cool because God's principles are like we hard work. Like that's in the Bible too. Yeah. I view it more as not even necessarily work. It's the idea of resistance, which you talked about. What do you do when you face any sort of resistance in life? Do you quit? Do you demand the world listen to you? Hmm. I heard a young guy yesterday get mad at his mom. Okay, he made it. He he made it's a funny it's a funny stat. It's this he was talking about that if he was told that hey, if you want your feet not to smell, you're supposed to pee on your feet. Okay. Okay, everybody, right? Okay, and, and he was like, yeah, and we kind of, and this mom kind of laughed and was like, that's funny, you know, the idea of people. And I made a joke when I heard this person. I go, well, clearly this dude's already doing it. He's peeing on his feet. Because you're not going to say that if you're not doing it. Because, well, he gets all, and this is a young guy, right? Um, very young, or like a teen. And he ends up saying, I'm getting very angry, right? To his mother, who, his, this guy's mother loves, loves this guy to death. Okay? Mm-hmm. And ends up saying... That he is mad at her, and the reason is because you're making fun of me. And she goes, "I wasn't making fun of you. It was a, it, the, the image is funny, right? Yeah, peeing on your right, and it also kind of question. Well, I've done research, and he, well, you're making me feel stupid. And it, and the way he said it was this concept of anything, anything that, like, I'm supposed to be affirmed constantly, mm-hmm. everything I say or do, right? Yeah. And just because this this person tells me he's done research that peeing on my feet gets rid of stench, I'm supposed to just accept that. Which is how we get in this culture. Well, I told you it, so you need to believe it. And I'm like, that's not how life works. Mm. But even I know that story sounds crazy, but I think it kind of fits in the same idea. I agree. Like, that's a good, good example. I don't when I when when life makes me uncomfortable, people people today they cave, man. Everybody yeah. wants the wants creation, wants this sound like to cave to their demands. Reality needs to be what I say it is. God. Yeah, man. They want to be God. So I agree completely with your comments. Hmm. Um, 
Yeah, man. Got to grind. Oh, I guess my point in bringing that is, is I finish this up. Do I? I don't know. Sometimes it's almost like I learned how to grind a lot when I had nothing. Hmm. Um, you know, after <clears throat> I went through a hard time and I had that choice of, I, I did kind of quit for a while when I was 19, 20. And then I was like, no one's coming to save me, man. I'm not talking about like Jesus saves. I'm talking about nobody's coming to, to give me a house or a car or to give me, no one's coming. Like, I either got to get up and figure something out or I'm going to be laying here. Yep. Which kind of goes with what you said. Mm-hmm. They, they don't let them lay there. Exactly. You don't let that happen. So, you, yeah, you don't, when we don't let that happen at all because we have to bubble wrap not only our children but also everybody. You, you can't let somebody, like, do I think in some of the hard ways it sucked and, like, the reason why our parents were the way they were at times were with kindness or just letting us be ourselves is because at the end of the day, they, that's what they wanted, which shows you what that generation was. That generation was very strict and hard. Like we have to do this X, Y, Z, which wasn't wrong, but you can also see some of the, it has to be this, it's almost, it's the Bible. It's at the end of the day, you love people, but what does love actually look like? You gotta like? find a balance in between. Yeah. Well, loving people's telling the truth about life too. I mean, exactly. you gotta grind a little anyway. Good yeah. stuff. Exactly. Uh, here's this one, AJ. Okay. I am, f- I am someone who's been diagnosed with ADHD and autism. My autism is very mild, and I frequently have people in the church tell me that my reasons for forgetting things or being distracted or having a, la- a lack of basic human normalcy come- sorry, that's a funny phrase. come from me not trusting in God enough. Is there any truth to that? I don't try to use it as an excuse to not try to grow, but it is an explanation as to why it's more challenging for me to grow. Am I wrong for explaining that certain things are a lot harder for me because God made my brain differently than most? My heart is never to use it as an excuse, but more of an explanation when people ask me why I'm not doing something difficult for me all the time, even when I'm trying to grow in that area. Um, so, great question. Um, it's funny, you know. I went to a doctor and said, they said, hey, like, I think you have ADHD too. I said, okay, cool. Um, so at least on the ADHD scale, I can, I can relate to an extent. Um, I would say that, you know, is there any truth to them saying that you don't trust in God enough? I don't think so. Because um, there's, there's a difference. I think someone who has ADHD or, you know, if you have autism, like I think there's possibility of using that as an excuse at times. I think that's a possibility. Mm, um, that's good. But I don't think that doesn't mean you don't have faith in God just because, like, you struggle with things that, like, differently than others. Like, that's – I don't think that's wrong at all. Like, <laughs> it makes sense. Um, and I don't think I don't think you're wrong for explaining that unless you – it all depends on where, where, where your heart is. If you're just trying to get people to help you and to, under, like, ha- have them understand, like, where you're coming from so they can maybe help you better – it makes sense. If you're just trying to use it as an excuse to never change or make any sort of like changes to try to be better, then that's just an excuse and then it is wrong. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at with it. No, I don't think it doesn't mean you don't trust in God enough. <laughs> that to me, that, that, be, that can become very legalistic in the sense of like, it, it could also fall into, if that was the case, that could bleed into so many other places in life. You know, well, mm. I didn't get that car loan because I didn't have enough faith in God. Or I didn't, you know, well, I'm not six foot two because I didn't have enough faith in God. I didn't trust him, you know. <laughs> like, it can just, it, to me, it's very subjective at that point, and that can be very dangerous. So, no, I don't think that's, that's true at all. Um, 
Yeah, I agree. I don't think it has anything necessarily to do with faith in God. I do think be very careful not to make it an excuse for poor behavior because that won't help you. You know, don't be defined by it. That's good. The greatest people in this world, man, the people that create, uh, accomplish the greatest things, they had, they have things that they, they very well could have let define them and hinder them, and they f- fought through it. That's good. Um, several examples. I know this is kind of a crazy one, but like Tom Cruise has dyslexia, I think, and he's an actor. It's pretty wild. So what if he just said, you know what, I can't read scripts because, because if he had, can you imagine going into a uh, what is it called? Audition? An audition, and you tell them, you, and you're not known yet. You tell them you have just like, they're not going to want to bear with you. I bet he didn't tell them that. He <laughs> just figured it out. So I think it's good if, you, if you're genuinely trying, um, and it's certainly it's not necessarily a faith in God thing, but don't let it define you, because that also feeds with what Clint said earlier of don't let it be an excuse for mediocrity, mm-hmm. but, but overcome it. And, yeah, along the way, it's okay to tell people, hey, this is challenging for me because of this. Bear with me. I want you to keep pushing me yeah. and helping me, but just know that it is harder for me than maybe it is for you. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I can speak from the side. I have severe ADD, um, which at this point they just would call me crazy ADHD. But um, so I get the idea of, like, being an awkward and weird person at times. And what Todd has said is true. I mean, I think the biggest thing in that is to watch and make sure that you're don't question yourself in giving an explanation all the time, but make sure your heart's right at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't let it become that excuse. You can overcome that. I, I am a true believer that um, you, one, there's medications in the world, but two, yeah. even by talking to doctors and things that I have now, there's a lot of things you can learn, and as you get older, and as you, there are coping mechanisms and things like that. And some of the smartest and most intelligent and just awesome people that I've met in my life had dyslexia, were mildly autistic, and it had all these things that, like, yeah, it doesn't have to inhibit you at all. You can fight through that, and you can go through that, just like Todd said. They're mm. fantastic people I've met that were just so next level, um, and just talking to them was like it was insane, but it was also super cool. So don't sell yourself short because also there's there are special things that you can do that sometimes, guess what, people that don't have mild autism or ADHD can't do. Yeah. So at the end of the day, push through that and go, you want to know what? I, I got this stuff over here, but also don't let that be. Here's the truth. God made you that way. So live in that. He doesn't make mistakes. Yep. That's mm-hmm. good. You're beautifully and wonderfully made in his image. It's good, man. All right. Oh, boy. Is it me now? I think it's you. Okay. Next question. It says, I am reading in Proverbs 31. It says, in verse 23, my Bible has a little cliff note that says, see Ruth 4, 1 and 2. I don't quite understand why. Is there a reason it it connected the two verses? So I can read Proverbs 31 real quick. 23. It says... Her husband is known at the city gates, where he sits among the elders of the land. And they said that their Bible gave him a cliff note that went into Ruth 4, 1 and 2. And Ruth 4, 1 and 2 says, uh, Boaz went to the gate of the town and sat down there. Soon the... Is it Boaz? Boaz, you were right. Oh, cool. Sorry, I'll restart. Well done. I got insecure. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Boaz went to the gate of the town and sat down there. Soon the family redeemer Boaz had spoken about came by. Boaz called him by name and said, come over here and sit down. So he went over and sat down. 
That's only one. Weird. Oh, it didn't include two? Dang it. Um, we why tried does it have so. all that written like that? I don't know. All right, hold on, folks. Dang it. We, the only reason is it's important for two. Yeah. Um, so I'll just read the second part. So he called and covered and sat down. Then Boaz took ten men of the town's elders and said, sit down, and they sat down. Weird. <clears throat> so the, con- uh, the context of Proverbs 31 is it's talking about this woman of God, this Proverbs 31 woman, and that she lives her life in such a way that her husband is known at the city gates and is among the elders of the land. Elders meaning leaders of the city. Yes. And so it's just connecting it to you to show that culturally the leaders of a city, the leaders, the well-respected men would meet at the city gates, that it was implying a position of authority. That's pretty sense? cool. So it's man. connecting to you the, the historical basis of that. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Great question, though. I love that it shows when someone asks questions, it shows they're really like trying to understand it. Yeah, and man. Just accepting they're it. really reading. <laughs> yes, they are. They are really That's reading. Weird words. They're right. really reading it, man. Here we go. <laughs> All right. AJ, you ready for this? Yeah. How do you personally filter out the world and ground yourself? I've been listening to the news and updates on Russia and Ukraine and can't help but to spiral into World War III and nuclear warfare. I don't know the line between being an educated and informed adult. And living in fear. It's so a great question. This is funny. So <laughs> the first, so the when this first started happening, a little kind of personal story. So when this, so when this whole thing with uh, Russia and Ukraine started happening, um, there was a there was a bunch of like news, just constant updates, right? So I ended up by myself just for like two hours straight. Just refreshing this 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 timeline. I'm just having constant updates because I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah, I want to know what's going on. And in hindsight, and even in the like, like when people came back around me, because I I was by myself just sitting for two hours straight, didn't realize it went. It was two hours of me just constantly refreshing this feed of just info that I realized, oh, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of panicking. Like I'm, you know. So it's funny because you mentioned living in fear. I think at that moment. I wasn't just updating it to get information. It's because I was actually kind of scared of what was happening. Um, so when you talk about spiraling into mm. World War III and nuclear warfare, like, you know, I think the line between being educated and informed and living in fear is if, if, it's, if it is, like, taking you over and that's all you're focusing on, I think that's when you're starting to be, like, you're starting to become fearful of the situation. You know, if you're looking into things and, like, you're just trying to stay educated, like, I don't, I don't think it has to be this constant obsessive thing because once you start just focusing on that, it's taking up all your time. Even if it's just for like, you know, like for me, like I, that two hours, I realized that was me living in fear. It wasn't me trying to stay educated. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it might in some situations be like a fine line, but if for this specifically, like if, if that's all you can think about, I think it's, it, it can, you're kind of delving into being fearful. <laughs> um, mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's really good, man. Uh, I think for me, this is so weird that this question came because I just had this conversation randomly briefly. I think I even mentioned it to you guys. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if I hear that we're about to go into nuclear war, I'm not going to be scared. I have this weird thing lately where I just realized I have, you have to let go of control. Like nothing you do. I'm just being real. If you're listening to this show right now, Unless you're the president of the United States, a prime minister, or a world leader, mm-hmm. you have zero say in what's going to happen. That's true, man. And even those guys barely do. There's about two people in the world, probably, <laughs> that have any say on any of that, you know, handful of people. So, but you know who's in control? God. And I've got to trust the Bible, and I've got to trust 
him and he's in control and he is good. And I don't know what that looks like. So I think that I love what AJ said. Don't be obsessive about anything because it can lead you down a weird path. Mm-hmm. The other thing is just rem- like actually sit and let yourself. One is no God's in control. That's from the faith side. And then just, just look rationally. You have zero control over it. Yep. So World War III comes. You don't think you're going to hear about it before the new kids? And if, it, and if they don't tell us, there's nothing you could do anyway. That sounds so cold. but um, It's true, man. You know? Paul said this, to live is Christ, to die is gain. And that's mm. one thing to say. It's another thing to believe it. And I'm not saying I've reached that. But when it comes to this, we have nothing. We can't do anything mm. other than, but you know who can? God. And so be praying for them and then pray for peace. And I love that you asked this question. So how do I filter it out? That's how I do it. That's good. Because I just don't worry about the things I, when I'm in a great place, especially. And for some reason, this one, I've been able to do it. I'm just not in control of it. Mm. Zero control of it. Yeah, man. You just kind of have to take it for what it is. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Let's see. So these, this, this is... This is one question. Okay. So it says, in Leviticus 15, 19 to 23, there are rules slash regulations laid out about how a woman is unclean during her period and all that needs to take place during that period because of her being deemed unclean during that time. Based off of what is being said in Leviticus... Were women basically cast out of their homes for the five to seven days that they had their period since no one could sit on furniture, a bed, or touch whatever she has touched because they then are unclean? Or did people in the home just have to bathe extra during the time of a woman in the home having her period? So it says in Leviticus um, 15, 19 through 23, so that reads, uh, When a woman has a discharge and it consists of blood from her body, she will be unclean because of her menstruation for seven days. Everyone who touches her will be unclean until evening. Anything she lies on during her menstruation will become unclean, and anything she sits on will become unclean. Everyone who touches her bed is to wash, his, wash the clothes and bathe with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. Everyone who touches any furniture she was sitting on is to wash his clothes and bathe with water and will remain unclean until that evening. Sorry, I said that weird, so I reread it. If discharge is on the bed or the furniture she was sitting on, uh, when he touches it, would be unclean until evening. You and your paragraphs. Man. I know, man. Um, well, okay. So first of all, important to state here, uh, when it says that about being separated, it's actually referring to she's not able to go to the temple. Yeah. Okay. Does She would not have been cast out of her home. Now, um... Being unclean, yes. If someone touched those things, so she would just be extra careful. If someone touched one of those things, what that they were not moral. Remember, I don't want to go too much into this. And if someone asks this question later, I'll explain it. So there's ceremonial unclean and then morally unclean. Um, why was this considered unclean? Because blood symbolizes death, right? And uh, Leviticus even talks about that. We know blood. Um, symbolized that. And God was trying to do a lot of things. He was setting his people apart. He was letting them know, think about it. Could a woman control whether she menstruates? No. No. So what it's saying is the same as sin. You can't control. You got, We are by our nature unclean. And he was helping them to understand that they are separated from a holy God. But even then, uh, also sex and the way that the pagan cultures, you know, he, Israel, Israel was to be set apart interesting by the way the way we as christians are also called to be set apart from the world be different in every capacity Hmm. and um so yeah so 
Also, a weird little side note, um, one of the benefits is she would get a break during this time from having to take care of all the children and walk the home and all that. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Like, because she's not going to be touching everyone all the yeah. time. But, yeah, she could stay, that she would be ceremonial and clean, not morally unclean. She couldn't go to the temple, but she wouldn't be kicked out of her home. And if someone touched it, they would do, um, is it called a mitzvah or mitzvah? You have to, I'll look it up later. But this little ceremonial bath, bathe, hmm. or they'll wash their stuff. So, no, she wouldn't be kicked out of, the, out of her home, but she would not be. Um, and by the way, a lot of the pagan cultures, they also viewed this as unclean when a woman did this, but they would literally make her sleep in a hut outside of the city. So God was was, wow. was different even then. By the way, some of those cultures still, still do that over there that surround them. So God has always been merciful and gracious in comparison. That's crazy, dude. Um, but again, it's people are like, why would God do that? He's trying to get them to understand. And by the way, in the same section, it talks about men. Whether a man, man, if he had a discharge from his genitals, mm-hmm. semen, even if it was wet dreams, he was unclean. Dang. So he would have to wash and stuff too because it's making a point of you are, again, it's not that sex was wrong. It's not that all those things. There's just this God's been constantly trying to remind us of our need from him and our separation from him. And the beautiful thing about Christ is we've been permanently made holy and clean. We are no longer separate, so we don't have to do those things. Wow. Pretty amazing. I God had a long-term view of this, and we forget that, you know? That's nuts, dude. Long-term view of, of getting humanity to understand our separation. So, great yeah. stuff. What are we at here? I think, uh-huh. again, man, I haven't watched this yet, so I got to watch this video. Okay. Can help. Um, yeah. Which is, on. works for me, because I don't... Personally, I've never actually read that book. So the Jonah one, guys, I, I, great question. Please don't give up. Don't quit asking this question. I got to get a chance to watch that video because you deserve that. And I didn't get to watch it yet. So I'll watch that video, and we'll get that out to you as soon as possible. Sweet. A couple of news articles. Moving on to our next section called Real News, Real Views. Well, AJ, would you like to start us off on what's some of the news so we can give the views? The, the news that we have so we can nice. give some views. Uh, so the first one, we've been wanting to talk about this one for a while, uh, has something to do with pop culture, you could say. Uh, it's Hay- So the, the title of the article is, Haley Bieber says church social club culture made her feel like an outcast after her 2016 breakup. Um, so if you guys don't know, uh, Haley Bieber married to Justin Bieber, um, also the daughter of uh, Stephen Baldwin. Um, for a brief uh, little stint of time, uh, she claims she was uh, – well, I'll start with here. She criticized the social club experience at church, saying it made her feel isolated when she and her now husband, Justin Bieber, broke up after dating briefly in 2016. Um, so what happened was that she kind of feels like she was outcasted uh, by many in the church community uh, after she had broken things off with him. Um, it's What's interesting about it is, you know, we like to talk about culture a lot and how we talk about, you know <laughs> – Todd specifically brought up the idea of a social club, so it's just interesting to hear someone with a stature of like a Haley Bieber talk about the exact same thing, even calling it literally a social club. Um, she so this is a specific quote from her. Come back to this question after this. Oh yes, good call actually. Um, there were a lot of people in the church world that made me feel very outcast. She shared in an interview. Uh, when did church become a social club? That was such a bad feeling. So it was just cool, um, not cool, but it was just cool to see like. Oh, like this is not something that we only think about. Like someone else is out there going, yeah, it feels like a social club. So um, I don't know, man. It was just interesting to read about and see, like, hey, you know, 
there is this culture out there that is spread far and wide where, you know, even if it's something along the lines of like, hey, a relationship ends, you know, this, it, it changes, it changes. And people want to create these, you know, whether you want to call it a click or you want to call it whatever you want, but it affects people and like it hurts people, man. And like, I think this should convict the church with a capital C of like, we can't keep just letting church be on a Sunday where people come and we just kind of divide them into groups and we put, we, we have our own, you know, preconceived notions of what people are and who they are. And so we just kind of do our own little thing and keep, keep to ourselves and then move on. And then the rest of the week, we just kind of live however we want. And then we do it again on Sunday. And like, I don't know, man, it was just cool to read. Yeah. She talks about the pressure too, of feeling guilt for her past Mm. um, before being married and how, you know, that added to that guilt. Yes. And, um, that kind of culture. And so she did say a pretty cool thing. Um, where she talked about, you know, we're constantly evolving because she said for her first six, seven months of being married, she was ridden with guilt. I wish I hadn't done this. I wish I had walked in with a clean and free slate, et cetera, et cetera. And she said, but what it taught me is that it's just not realistic. And B, we all have guilt and we all feel shame for things we've done, but it mm. doesn't have to define who we are and it doesn't have to define me in my relationship. We're, quote, quote, we're constantly evolving, especially in Jesus, she added. Our relationship with Christ is going deeper and deeper. Where I was before I was a wife and who I was before I was a wife is not who I am now. Mm. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. Absolutely, man. Good stuff. It's cool. This is a it's example of why this was hidden on the other page. Yeah. Anyway, cool. What? Um, just cool example, man. Of like, even someone with the stature of like, a, like you know. By stature, you mean just famous people? Yes. Like they're not more important than us. Yes. It's just cool, man. Yeah. Um, pray for them, man. There's believers out there. Absolutely. Hey, we got another question. It got hidden in our sheets here. Yes. Uh, so we apologize for that. So this comes from. Um, she put her name over. Yes, yeah, Cynthia. Cynthia, thank you so much for your question. I wanted to get to, to it. So uh, why do you, and she had posted this. Like in the under, comments. Yeah, section. which I thought was awesome. And yes. we would love that. Feel free. You don't have to use the link. Feel free to drop your questions and comments in the you know, video descriptions. I mean, video uh, comments, et cetera. So yeah. question is, AJ, why do you have to forgive people that have used you, cheated on you, stole or lied to you, especially over and over? Um, great question. Um, and you know, so sorry that, you know, you've had to deal with this. Um, you know, it's not easy to forgive people who have used you, cheated on you, stole, lied over and over, doing this exact same thing over and over. One thing that I personally keep in mind, if I'm dealing with a situation like this, or if, you know, you, you know, people who are going through this is that, you know, I try to remember that I do this to God, (laughs) Like every day to some extent, you know, um, I am unfaithful every day. You know, I, you know, I stumble. I, I, I take my eyes off of, of God. And, and, you know, for me, the only thing that separates me from so many people who do this over and over again is that Jesus has taken the wrath. Like you said, you know, God has all this wrath to pour on me. And Jesus said, no, you put your faith in me. It's not going to be poured on you. Um, I'll take that, and uh, hmm. even when it's not deserved, and that makes me view people differently, especially if they are believers, and even the ones who aren't. Man, like God loves all of His children, and uh, so yeah, I've, I view it differently now. You know, so p- someone who has done these things, if I was in this situation, you know, how, you know, why do I have to forgive them? Because I am forgiven. Um, I am forgiven every day, and I don't know. That changes my perspective. It's good. Um, 
Yeah, I always think of the verse that says, I love that, the, the verse that says, you know, whom has been forgiven, he who has been forgiven or that, those who have been forgiven, I'm paraphrasing, have forgive much. Those who have yes. been forgiven much, forgive much, and it's in our nature. And, um, you know, forgiveness is an interesting thing, too. And, I, and, and one is forgiveness. Um, a lot of times when someone talks like this, you're talking about someone that hasn't come to you and repented of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what, I assume, I don't always know. So what does it look like in your mind to forgive someone in your heart? Well, it doesn't mean you've got to go to them and like, hey, we're best friends again. What it means is you let go of, of your right to punish them and your desire to want bad for them. It's good. And man. hope for their good and hope that God changes their heart. You know, it's a mind shift. And that is from God, right? Like, because that's who we are. We've all we've all done that. We've all cheated on God. We've all you know lied to Him. That's right, man. For lack of a better word. So that doesn't make you know the hurt real. It doesn't mean you got to allow someone to continually over and over again do the yes. same thing to you. Um, but yeah, it's more of a heart thing. I've learned over the years it means letting go of of honestly your probable right to punish and judge them. And the other thing to remember is when people wrong you, God said, God himself has said, vengeance is for me, says the Lord. I will repay people back. And he's going to repay those things. Like, people don't get away with stuff, hmm. you know, especially if they're not in Christ. Yes. That's what I mean, you know. People, like, that stuff matters. That's right, man. Now, if it's a Christian and you're a Christian and they've sought forgiveness from you, it becomes even easier. You, you, you have to because we do that to God. What if he didn't forgive us? So if Cynthia, sorry for the hurt you've went through. I don't know the situation, but just know this, that God loves you and God um, isn't pleased with the fact that you were hurt or if, right. if it's not you or whoever this was. So thanks for being transparent with us. Yeah, so cool that you just put that in the comments section. I love that. Yeah. All righty. Uh, next, next article we have moving forward is uh, it's from the Christian Post, and it's called, quote, The All-Out Assault on Our Children. So this was sort of like a blog post written or a, what do they call it, editorial? And um, essentially what it's talking about is this person says, quote, it's, it's called the all-out assault on our children, and I'm going to just jump down to one of their statements. It says, we can say that no generation, without exaggeration, we can say that no generation in American history has been subject to such a concerted demonic attack. Just put yourself in the place of a child today, starting your dangerous journey to adulthood from within the womb. From the moment of conception, your life is at risk. Mm. Will you make it out of the womb, or will you be like the multiplied millions who have been cut down before they could breathe their first official breath? Now, this isn't all about abortion, but I think, so stick with us. But some of this is pretty crazy. He says, the demonic attack against you is especially acute if you're a black baby. This is crazy to me. This is, quote, you have less than a 75% chance of making it out of the womb alive because of abortion. If you are a black baby conceived in New York City, you have less than a 50% chance of making it out of the womb alive. As a result, and this is, quote, according to the Centers of the Disease Control and Prevention, abortion kills more black people than HIV, homicide, diabetes, accident, cancer, and heart disease combined. And this, per this author says, can anyone spare some tears? And then goes on to say, look at some more trends affecting tens of millions of young people. We'll start with suicide. One website, facts. Suicide is the second leading cause of death for ages 10 to 24. 10 years old, man. Suicide is the second leading cause of death for college-age youth and uh, ages 12 to 18. 
More teenagers and young adults die from suicide than from cancer, heart disease, AIDS, birth defects, stroke, pneumonia, influenza, and chronic lung disease combined. Man. And that is wild to me. Um, it says each day in our nation, there's an average of over 3,703 attempts by young people ages 9 to 12 to commit suicide. And if they added 7th to 8th grade, the numbers would be higher. Um, it goes on to give us more issues about what's what our kids are struggling with, young people, along with issues like suicide. In the next 24 hours, here's some stats. 2,795 teenage girls within the next 24 hours will become pregnant. 15,006 teens will use drugs for the first time. 3,506 teens will run away. Two teens will be murdered. What about children being sexually abused? This was mind-blowing to yeah, me, this guys. Is, this is pretty wild. Um, although we've seen that even with people we know and minister to. During a one-year period in the U.S., 16% of youth ages 14 to 17 have been sexually victimized. This one's wild to me. Over the course of their lifetime, 28% of U.S. youth ages 14 to 17 have been sexually victimized. Children are most, most vulnerable to child sex abuse between the ages, this is heartbreaking, between the ages of 7 and 13. Think about that for a minute. Wow. 7 to 13 is when it most happens. Focusing on incalculable damage done by porn. Sick, this is crazy too, man. 64% of young people, though, we, this is counting people in the 20s, but 64% of young people, and they define that as ages 13 to 24, actively seek out pornography weekly or even more often. This one's crazy. Porn sites receive more website traffic in 2020 than Twitter, Instagram, Netflix, Zoom, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and Twitter combined. Then, then Twitter, Instagram, Netflix, Zoom, Pinterest, and LinkedIn combined in 2020. Outdoing um, social media. And all of them. Added all together. of them together. Recorded child exploitation. Child porn is one of the fastest growing online businesses. 624,000 plus child porn traders have been discovered online in the U.S. Man. And then it goes on to say, even the effects of social media can be devastating. And I found this to be true in kids I've talked to. And young people, as they become literally become addicted to digital stimuli, some of the negative side effects include depression, anxiety, sleep deprivation, and communication issues. Hmm. And then this person says, how do we protect them? What do we do? And it's just, it starts right here with each of us. It starts with holy indignation, with broken hearts, and with godly determination, with Holy Spirit resolve. It starts, with each, with, it starts right here with each one of us doing what we can to stop it. Satan must take his hands off our children. And then it talks about this idea of the spirit of Jezebel mentioned in Scripture. Jezebel represents the spirit of baby killing. In past generations, it inspired parents to burn their babies on idol altars and today inspiring to snuff out their little ones in the womb. She represents the spirit of radical feminism, hating men and mocking motherhood and despising the traditional family structure and, rep and represents the spirit of seduction, drawing youngsters into sexual activity and selling them into slavery, out to annihilate our kids. Man. We need to pray and declare in Jesus' name for them to take their hands off our children. Man. So, I thought those stats were wild. It's, it's pretty surreal, dude. Yeah. And that means your kids, guys, don't, if you're listening to this, you know, your kids, your little brother, your, your son, your daughter, people, the kids in your youth group, the kids in your children's ministry, you know, it, that's, it makes me wonder about our own kids, the kids at our church that we're part of. Yeah, dude. You know, are there things, it's heartbreaking. So it's just so important for us to, to be praying for our kids. And praying for this culture, man. And also doing our part to not allow, to not get sucked into allowing kids maybe to have social media and stuff. I don't know. Should they have it, you mm -hmm. know, until they're adults? I don't know. 
crazy. Yeah. Even, you know, when, when I, even just like the social media part, like I probably, I would say I, that affects me. Mm. Like when I talked about the like, side effects of it, I was like, man, that sounds like a lot of the side effects I have in life. And I was like, and I know I've struggled with just being on social media. It's funny because I'm not even like active. I don't even do anything. I just look at it. Isn't that cr- That's the addiction part of mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah, the, the stimulation. Yeah. It's crazy. So, you know. That- I've even been concerned about that with babies. You know, do you wonder if like when you put them in front of like baby shark stuff all day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I get the temptation. It's hard. And it, it's like, does it, do we start feeding that even at one year old or under? Dang. You got to be careful. Be prayerful. I don't know. Last but not least, man. This one's pretty cool. This, yeah, this article. You want to take it or? Sure. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> of course, I gave you the one with the Japanese or the Chinese names. So, uh, the name of this one <laughs> is uh, it's a Chinese Christian woman has been detained for attempting to share the gospel with Xi Jinping. How about nice? Well done. Maybe instead of reading this one, we just tell the gist of it and give the facts. So, cool just tell us the overall what this what's been going on. Here. So, there is a woman, Christian woman. In China, and as you guys, you know, maybe you're not aware, but Christianity is, like, illegal. Yeah. In China. Unless it's state-sanctioned. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. It's, yes, it's very watered down. It's not real Christianity over there. Not what's allowed, yeah. Yes. And so this lady has over and over again tried to attempt to tell Xi Jinping. Who is gospel. essentially the supreme leader of their Communist Party. Think of the president, but even more powerful. Okay. <laughs> and then she tries to tell him over and over again. She held a sign outside of his, like the main conference for all of the, the, you know, the Communist Party that said, that tells him he should turn to Jesus. It's pretty She's crazy. She's been arrested how many times? Oh, man. She, uh, it's 50, 50 times. 50. For the same thing. It ordered her to go home. Uh, she's an activist. She's been charged with, quote, picking quarrels and provoking troubles on February 21st. So crazy. She has had more than 50 attempts to preach the gospel to him. That is crazy and amazing and convicting. Uh, she was arrested at the same event in 2018 with a sign that said, God loves the people of the world and is calling out to Xi Jinping, um, calling out to him. Did you see the, uh, in, in 2016, two years before, awesome. she held out an even longer sign that read, God loves the people of the world and is calling out to Xi Jinping and Peng Luan. Atheism nurtures sin and brings down the people. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. You should repent. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Oh, that's his wife. Okay, so Peng Luan is, is Xi's wife. Okay. Wow. Calls them both out. Uh, her efforts have landed in administrative detention for 10 days, charged with disturbing social orders. So we were talking about this, um, and I want to go on a little bit to tell you a little bit more China. One thing we've learned is Open Doors USA, which covers persecution over 60 countries, estimates, and this is wild because we don't think of it this way. There is a massive Christian presence in China. They just have to hide. They estimate that China has more than 97 million Christians. Wow many of whom worship in unregistered or so-called, quote, illegal underground churches. 97 million. I want to know. One second. I want to put a a percentage on that. Which is crazy. So as he's talking about it, it says, the group has also warned that these many unregistered churches have been, quote, forced to split up into smaller groups and gather in different locations, keeping a low profile, so as to not be detected by the sub-district officer neighborhood committee. And yet, y'all don't want to go to church on Sunday. And they're having and they're they're having to break up and continue to meet. Can you imagine America? Well, we can't meet. The party told us we couldn't. Wake up. Wake up, church in America. Man, that's so annoying. Wake up our church that maybe watches. Think about that the next time you don't want to go. People are having to hide and go to jail and everything. Buying time here. Not going well, so. No. 
<laughs> I'm not good at math either, so this is perfect. Well, nobody's gonna be able to run those numbers. Yes, I'm trying to think. What's of, their? You got to think of their. What's their? You just take 97 million. What's their? Did you find the population? Yeah, 1.4 billion. Is this Siri? Is that who we talked to? Oh yeah, it was Siri. You're right. Good call. Hey Siri, what percentage of what's their pop? Uh, 1.4 billion. Never mind. Hey Siri, what percentage of 1.4 billion is 97 million? 6.92%, man. So Over 5% of their country is, is Christian. Even though it could get them landed in jail, killed, etc. That's insane, actually. But we don't want to go if our head hurts. <laughs> anyway, pretty cool. Yep. So be praying for that lady. Does it tell us her name? I, I, didn't, I don't know if I caught that. Uh, Probably It does, does you said, Clint? Zhao. Yeah. Hmm. What's her name? Zhao Jingzi. Zhao Jingzi. That's... Um, Zia. Zia. I, I, I took Chinese one second. Did you really? I did. Oh, what is that name then? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm an expert. I'm just so, I, let me look. Right here. I'll just show it to you. Uh, uh, Zhu Jingxia. That's how I was. Nice. <laughs> well done, man. That's how Chinese I Chinese guy. So this was perfect that you read it. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I I, I was I mocking you. Like, like a, oh, I'll give you one Chinese. I, You're like, yeah, I took Chinese. Which should have made sense because you said his name perfectly. I was like, wow. <laughs> So you said her name is what? Uh, let me show you. Uh, Zhu Jingxia. That's how I'd say it. Zhu Jingxia. Yeah. Zhu Jingxia. There you go. That's yeah. pretty cool, man. Well done. Anyway, pray for Zhu Jingxia. <laughs> pray for Zhu. That was her first name, Zhu? Uh, Zhu, yeah. yeah. Pray Zhu. for Zhu because that is incredible, man. And, uh, you know, God can move. And she's doing wild things for the kingdom, man. And pretty nobody's cool, ever, man. you know, probably doesn't even know about her. And we're, again, it's so convicting to me because I don't even know. She's got crowns. We don't man. even go out in our, like, we look at people in our country that stand outside Walmart as lunatics. Mm -hmm. And she's over there going, repent. Kingdom of heaven is at hand. To the, to the guy. The guy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like us going out in front of the, the White House and on the, on the, the, the lawn. Because yes. the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But, yes. But repent, my favorite is that the police in this article ordered her to go rather than detaining her. And I'm guessing that happened multiple times where the police are like, look, we I know, know who you in. are. We know what, just go home. <laughs> just go home. We've done this 50 times, mm -hmm. if not more with you. It's pretty cool, man. You know, you have a cell at the precinct. Mm. You have your own bed. It's just decorated. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a room. <laughs> That's so cool, man. Pretty cool, bro. Yes. I think that was, that was. That was it. Great show today, man. Uh, probably two hours long. Who cares? It was good. I'm, I'm cool uh, with hope it. Hope you guys stuck around. Those that did, hey, those that stuck around, if you are watching from a video, and even if a podcast, you use a link. But if you want to say, go down and say, I survived. <laughs> I like it. Or that sounds like you did something bad. Maybe we come up with a different one. Um, I watched it all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just What's kidding. The word? We gotta, uh, yeah, we gotta give them something special so people can't just say it. Yeah, they um, have to hear it like at this moment. So, so put a word. How about? <laughs> I was gonna say upheaval, but no. Uh, <laughs> dang it. Um, I was gonna say riding dirty, but no. Chameleonaire. <laughs> uh, man, we're we're so good at this. Uh, bacon and carrots. Okay, there you go. Bacon, bacon and carrots. That means you watch the whole show. Mm -hmm. All right, man. What do you got for us? Listen. You got anything to say before we hit the road? Thank you so much for watching this episode. Thank I you. know it's a longer one, but 
but it's uh it's a good one. You know, I think there's a lot to take from this one. But Such a might. full episode, a lot of good stuff in it. Um I hope you guys enjoyed it. I love you guys so much, you know. Um love. even in a time of uh, you know, upheaval. upheaval. Even in a time of upheaval. Look it up. <laughs> uh yeah. There's hope. I don't know, man. Amen. I can't, put, I can't put upheaval no. in a sentence right now, but there's nice. hope in this world of upheaval. There we go. Um, anyways, appreciate you guys watching. You guys are so awesome. Without you guys, this show wouldn't be possible. Um, if you guys are watching from Facebook, please like, share, comment. You know, Cynthia, if you are have watched this to this point, thank you so much for asking that question. Yeah. It's so brave of you to just put it in and the comments. Cool. You help very cool too. Um, if you're watching from YouTube, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And if you haven't already, hit that notification bell so that you can be notified whenever we post. Um, if you're watching from any of the, any other of our social media sites, that includes Rumble. If you're watching from YouTube, uh, leave the comments, leave put the likes, give us a Rumble. Um, we're still trying to figure out true social. Um, hey, Clint, put that to real talk. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, we're still trying to figure out true social. So hopefully that we can get that we can get on there, yeah, and you guys can. Yeah, it's I'm Personally. still waiting. Yeah, me yeah. too. Um, other than that, man, just you guys are awesome. Check out our other social media platforms. We got TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, um, a lot of good stuff. So check us out, and I love you guys. Thank you for watching. Fun turn. You got anything? Leave us reviews on the podcast, please. Thank you. That's all I got. All right, cool. Hey, love you guys. Great show today, crew. Good job, AJ. Fun turn. Well done, my friend. Hey, you know, I don't think I blew it up. All right, good. Good job, fun turn. Love you guys. Please like. Um, follow, et cetera, all that stuff. Share. Uh, if we get 15, I say 15 shares, I'll 15 talk shares about my or 150 views. Yeah. Also, hey, don't eat a cup of coffee to these guys, man, because uh, that could be their bread. We appreciate Thank it. It goes right into the show. You can give anytime at www.theremnant.live slash real dash talk. The real in that is R E A L. Anyway, hope you have a great day. God truly. Oh, I forgot. They wanted a little bonus. Oh, that's right. Norman, you wanted a bonus. <laughs> I feel like adding it now seems ridiculous. I'll tell you this much, and I've been pondering this a lot lately, is that God loves you as much as you have ever loved any human on this earth. If the, if the, the best that God loves you, if, the, if in your mind the best that he can love you is the same as you have loved any human being, whether that's your mom, your wife, your kid, whatever, your dog, how would that change the way you viewed your life and viewed how he loves you? It's mm, good. How much rest would you have? How much peace would you have if he only loved you just as much as that? Because here's the wild thing. He loves you more than that. Mm. Other than that, we hope you have a great day, and God bless you.